Woo! 47 episodes in, and I think we're two or three weeks away from our uh, one-year anniversary episode as well. So, let's give ourselves a round of applause. Awesome. Uh, we out here doing things and all that stuff, man. We out here. Uh, got the whole gang on here. Of course, it's your boy, Chris J. Uh, introduce yourselves. Oh my bad, my bad. I was reading. Okay, far had a goddamn post game. Uh, it's trail sad. What's popping? Yeah, what up? It's Cam again. What up? It's DC. All right. Sorry. I'm okay. I thought the lights just went. The fuck going on? Rebuke that. Lights better not go out. But yeah, so we'll go ahead and get started with the episode. Uh. Well, we always start reading, watching, and playing. So, reading uh, One Piece and My Hero. Of course, uh, <laughs> me and DC, DC and I say we're going to have a nice little dialogue about the chapter. So, when he t- gets to his turn, we'll talk about it. Uh, but One Piece was really cool this uh, week. Uh, Odin, as I told DC, it seems like the <laughs> Wayno Gucci man Wilt Chamberlain out here. I uh, respect that. Like, literally, like, that nigga is a, literally a myth slash Gucci <laughs> man fused all together, G. So, nigga, wow. Uh, my hero was pretty cool. Uh, I like I like what they're doing with Endeavor. Like, Endeavor's really taking this mentor role, like, super serious, and I like it. The pull-up he did on Bakugo was uh, neat. <laughs> that was good. It was, it was cool. It was funny it was as hell good. and cool at the same time. It's still, it's still fuck Endeavor, though. Like, that's never gonna change. <laughs> Cam's energies is always the same no matter what. Uh, but yeah, like I really like uh, Endeavor. Uh, then I think we're pretty much still gonna get a lot of happy go lucky stuff. Pretty much with the next couple yeah. of chapters, I, I feel like my hero's strategy, it, like writing, is we'll give you crap ton of action, and then we'll give you probably like five, almost seven episodes of chill. Here's some plot development and all of that. So. As um, long as it's not the gentle arc, yeah. As long as it's not, yeah, that was rough. I call that the uh, Deku Deku's minor. Hero. I call that I call that the uh, the bound part. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, we don't talk about the bound arc. You know that? Bleach fan. That 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 was sad. That was sad. Uh, but yeah. So my hero is cool, and then I started reading uh, Demon Slayer's manga actually. The uh, Infinity Train uh, arc was lit. 
Like, yeah, it was lit, G. I can't spoil. I can't say no spoilers, but I can't wait till it's animated. I really cannot wait till it's animated. Cause G, like, I am like, super excited for it now. Uh, I, I'm on the next arc after the Infinity Train arc, which is a pretty cool arc as well. But uh, all I'm gonna say is I might shed tears when uh, at the end of that arc though, cause G, it was real. And also shout out oh, to Inusuke. Shout that that's a real ass nigga, G. That's a real ass nigga. Uh, that's it for our red. Uh, yo, if these lights keep flashing, G. Uh, so yeah. Uh, what I've been watching, same old Black Clover was okay this week. Nothing really special. Uh, Black Bulls pretty much pulled up on niggas and they couldn't do nothing about it. Uh, that's literally was the episode. Black Bulls pull up. You're not about to stop us. Hold this hell. Um, and Charmy's pretty much the most broken character in the entire series in my book. Not named you know. But uh, Charmy has more character. She transformed? No. It's the her ability to just restore people's magic is pretty wild to me. Like, that, oh yeah, she's broken. Yeah, she's, she's broken. ridiculously broken. And like even her Attack feats are still wild as hell. She's ridiculously broken. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's too bad she doesn't do anything important after what she I, I'm not shocked. That's, High key. Uh, <laughs> I'm not High shocked. High key. Uh, what else did I watch? Oh, yeah. Uh, the Cautious Hero anime came back this week. That, that episode was hilarious as hell. Folks as literally was walking around because I guess the... Pretty much, he had to. He learned that there's undead walking around, so he bought a bunch of holy water and just poured it on everybody and see what will happen. And I was hilarious as hell. Then he burned down the church because the pastor was an undead zombie or something, and he burnt that shit down just to make sure dude was dead. Pastor Wilson. Yeah, that's good. Enough. He was past, he burned down Pastor Wilson. That's yeah. Let's put it that way. Uh, Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> Hold up. This is a perfect time to drop this. That's why I do it for Christ. Plain and simple. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I actually got shocked when I said I want that man to die a horrible death. He got shocked. Oh, man. Oh, man. But, yeah, Cautious Hero is decent. Uh, no Gun Life was a cool episode. Uh, what else did I watch? I uh, didn't watch the wrestling ECK. Did I? I don't remember. Uh, I'm on the final season of Mungo Stray Dogs. That's decent. And pretty much all the major. Oh, yeah. Uh, I watched Dr. Stone. I really enjoyed that episode. Like, that episode was really good Um, in terms of just world building and just getting an understanding and pretty much just knowing all those people just like just how the, the world restarted in itself. Like, I really enjoyed that episode. Um, Yeah, I didn't watch Fire Force yet. And I watched My Hero this morning before I went to work. And My Hero was cool. Like, I feel like My Hero is moving too slow. I feel like they could have did two chapters. I mean, two chapters in one with this episode in my book. But I'm cool with it. So as long as they just heard him get to the real nigga shit that makes this arc what really cool. Which is Mario's no. catching a big fat L. I just can't wait. Facts. So it's okay, DC, man. It happens. 
Uh, I can't wait till the Muriel stands get cancerous like the Zero fans. I can't wait. I'm, I'm gonna be with him. I'm I don't with know why you want that, G. Like, it's not gonna happen. I, I, I'm, I, every time I look at Meg, you know, I, I'm so glad that Muriel is in, is in uh, my hero. He's such a great character. I can't wait to see uh, where he ends up. I just laugh. Uh, it's crazy because uh, my homie Dion ain't he ain't he don't read the manga, uh, and he asks us about a lot of characters except for me. <laughs> wow, um, Chris, you done? Uh, let me my plan, and then uh, oh, I did yeah. buy Judgment this morning. I just didn't play it yet. I probably play after the podcast. Play my Judgment Friday. Brothers. Yes, uh, I played uh Friday. Monster Hunter a lot of Monster Hunter with uh. With Cam and Daytrail, shout out to y'all for helping uh, me grind and level up. Uh, F twelve. Oh, I don't know what that game is. Oh damn, Cam <laughs> is still mad at the game. Thank you, Daytrail, for uh, helping me grind and all that fun stuff. Shout out to Toestra. Uh, use a bitch. Um, no, Lunestra. No, wrong one. Lunestra, use a bitch, and I ain't. I love and, that. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, and I played some two K and some Resident Evil, and yeah, that's it for me. Uh, uh, but for me, um, let's just say it like this, uh, I actually was doing what I supposed to do when it comes to this podcast that we do and watch content. Um, so I was watching stuff. I didn't read anything. So I'm okay with y'all spoiling me with my hero, though, because I'm all about that action anyway. Um, what about to say? Uh, so let's start off with what I've been, now let's start off with what I've been playing since I just started playing something new. Uh, so I've been playing Monster Hunter a lot. Just, you know, I enjoy the game. Uh, then I went to Judgment probably a couple days ago. I'm going to get through the game slowly because my dumb self enjoys beating the crap out of Japanese dudes in the alley. I enjoy stuff without Japanese niggas in the alley, though. It is very sad. <laughs> nigga, you ever pick up a traffic cone and just smack a nigga in the face with it? Look, uh, <laughs> have you got an interaction where it's one where if you go to where the cars are, it's yes. one where, where um, what he'll do is it, like he'll put somebody in front of the car and then the guy will like knock on the car and it'll be some Yakuza inside the car. So they'll no. get out and they'll put him in the car and you'll just see him in between two Yakuza dude and the car just takes off. Oh my god, I gotta get that. <laughs> Yo, I gotta try no, that. I, it, was one, it was one when I like did it. Like, I got done kneecapped this nigga and like face into the goddamn. I thought you were about to say that like in the, to the side of the car or something. Really good. I love when I love also the kick flip where you kick off that nigga chin and you slap two people with your leg when you come. Oh yeah, yep. Um, I love the knee in the face when you like when you knee a face into the wall. That was so good too. Um, just so that, that should be killing. I got into my a boss fight. My uh, the boss fight I'm at right now is on. Like I said, Cam, I'm going through this game really slowly because I enjoy beating people up in the alley. So <laughs> the boss fight I uh, the boss fight I'm in now is when um you was in that nigga office. It dog. I would just beat him up with office furniture. G throughout the yep. whole entire fight, <laughs> just picking stuff up and hitting him with it. The the two fighting styles are really really cool. It's a really fun game. I started. Uh, trial Cold Steel, but that game looks like you gotta pay attention a lot in it, so I stopped playing it because I'm playing three games at the moment and I don't want to, you know, lose the train of thought. So I started that. Um, yeah, uh, that's it for playing. Oh, yeah, and I beat niggas in 2K without me having a game. That's like real king stuff, like, um, 
uh, what's next? Oh, it's kind of like, let me tell y'all something, G. Like, I am at my prime in 2K again for some apparent reason. I don't, I think it's God. But, like, Isaiah was beating me by, like, like 11 points. And he was happy. And I, and I feel bogus at the end of it. But he was real, real happy. Because he has yet to really beat me yet unless I quit. And I told him, I was like, you see how many points you are right now? Remember that. And tell me how many points you was beating me back at the end of the game. Oh so by the end of the God. game, I dubbed the nigga. And <laughs> I was like, you remember how much you was beating me back? Oh, no. That's a 31-point deficit that he oh just Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> Why you do that to the nigga? Loki, I was hoping you – I was hoping that you said it was like a 20-point – he was W, you turned that dub into a, uh, a dub. I would play forty ball just because the it equaled out forty G. But no, ready. like I'm I'm in my prime at two K. I don't even got the game. I probably won't get the game because it because it seems like I, I love it. You know that's why I like I was telling people in my school like they tell do you ever get nervous and I'm like yeah because you know around that public speaking and stuff like that and uh, it seems like I don't get nervous when it's time to speak in front of people and I'm like yeah I'm always nervous but I rely off my guts like I'm, I love my back being at the my, my back against the wall. So when I'm like real, real gutsy, I beat niggas in 2K. So I guess that's the reason I'm winning so much. Um, eventually it will end. Probably Miles will end my winning streak. Hopefully it's always Miles. I pray Miles wins my winning streak. Miles never, Miles never beat me. So I just hope he beats me now. It's been oh, wait, yeah, like right. five days in a row. Miles has never beat me in 2K. Oh yeah, you're right. Um, yeah. Only. Only people who played me once that beat me in 2K is DC, which he bet not ever pick up a controller around me again. DC took his W and ran, bro. I respect it. He's so smart. He did not want no rematch. It's kind of like Rock Lee beat Sasuke that one time and then never again. So let me, I know y'all want to speak, so let me go through. So, like I said, we need nothing. And I really want to say something right now, okay? I right, let me get this out the way. I love Demon Slayer. I love Tanjiro. I love Inosuke. But I have two animes of the year that's fighting for my heart right now, dog. Between Fire Force and Vinland Saga, dog. These yeah. oh, I forgot I did watch so Saga too. Hard, bro. I need to check Vinland Saga out. Dude, you yeah. check Vinland Saga out. <laughs> it's dope. I'm yeah. caught up today, bro. It slapped so Hard, bro. It is. What do you think cool. about the second opening? Two, second opening. I, I, you do not beat golfing folk screaming in my ear on the first one, but it's good. It's Honestly, good. I, I, at first it was kind of like, because eh, I, I mean, yeah. I like the um, how was it? The I, I, the I paid my dues. I sold my, my soul. soul. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me what is love. <laughs> I've got nothing else to lose. I love that part. Really? <laughs> that, that stuff is so cool. But I listened to the second opening, like the full one of it. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie, bro. That stuff slap hard, G. I, gotta, I, I really like the second opening. Uh, I love the visuals in the second opening more, though. Yeah. Like the art, the art in the second opening is real good. Um, And just like a quick, because I know Cam's gonna talk about it too when he talked about his stuff. But just like for me, that story low key carries that show so well, G. It really does the um, and it plays with your emotions a lot, especially the um, the the, uh, the stuff that involves like them pillaging villages, like that. Oh stuff plays man, bro, they don't. 
they do they, not play. They, uh, that stuff is not for the faint of heart. It's not. not for the faint of heart. Um, like, I think the episode, I, like the last, ep- the episode before the last, when they went into that village, and and the lady, like, it was, I, you knew it was going to be a sad episode, because it didn't start off with no main characters. And yeah, she was, she was looking at the ring girl. and stuff, and she was like, "God, I'm gonna go to hell and all that type of stuff." And I'm like, "Oh, this episode about to play." Gee, when that, yo, okay, look, I tell y'all when I say I love animes when they do not let the villain be redeemable. That nigga Asclad has no redeeming qualities. None. What? None. <laughs> and they do. Well, he playing five D chess though. What'd you say? He's playing 5D chess. Oh, he's definitely playing 5D chess. He's playing like seven. Um, like when um when at first you would think like by you watching it just on the outside looking in, you'd think since Torfan is gonna trade under the tutelage of him and then he's gonna finally get back, and then you will realize that Asclad has some reasons to his madness. No, the nigga's just trash. It's like, that's <laughs> yeah. a trash person. And, it, and I know they're going to have a backstory of reason the way he is and where he is. But no, they actually they do have a simp character in the show. Well, semi-simp. That nigga, Kunhoot, whatever that nigga name is, a little bit of simp is in there. I've heard, um, I've heard people, I haven't spoiled my stuff, but I've heard people in the comment section go like, it's going to be like a, a, a Torfin situation where oh, for start real? off like that. Yeah, I, I heard that people say that Canute turns into a freaking monster at the uh, I, I <laughs> can see that she's planted, especially what Asclad doing to the man to make him I'm trying not to spoil it for Chris, but what Asclad doing for the man to make him to make him realize to be a king and stuff like that. Uh but yeah, it's just episode after episode, bomb shit out the bombshell, and I'm saving the best for last. Um that nigga Thor's <laughs> um, I'm so trying to hold nigga. tears how great Horus is. Uh, I have a song. It's called um, That's White Beer, bro. Is all Thor <laughs> me happy? <laughs> is my Thor always <laughs> how great is my Thor? He's the dad. Now let me. Uh, but no. It's, that nigga Force was my heart in that whole entire show. Man. And I'm sorry, DC, come here. Here's for you. Three, two, one. But they ripped my heart out by episode. And I yeah. still haven't recovered from it. Bro, that's, why I ha- that's only why I only watched one episode after episode four <laughs> since. Because I'm like, gee, that's it hurt. <laughs> Yo, he died, he no died just like Whitebeard, too. And it don't make and it up. no better... The fact that the nigga is in the opening so much, and that yep. opening slap, so you gotta watch the opening before. And he's like, "This nigga is so admirable. Like he's up. He's also his jersey retired in the anime dad hall of fame. His jersey is retired there, dog. It's like planted. He's but low key, honestly, you could tell the opening did kind of spoil. It was like a JoJo opening in the sense that mm-hmm. it did low key spoil that folks was gonna die. <laughs> because you saw, you saw, you saw freaking Torfin growing up, and he was all mad and stuff. So I'm like, yeah, yeah he's finna die. <laughs> yeah, also when I seen him with Asclad after they said, "I want you to take your father's head," and then I mean, take um his head. 
then I seen him with Asplat in the. I'm like, this nigga Thor is gonna die, but I didn't want him to die. I tried my best to neglect. Um, but all in all, like Fire Force had a bomb episode today. Straight. I didn't. Heat, I didn't. No pun intended. I didn't watch it yet. Um, you should watch it. Straight Heat. No pun intended. They did their thing on the so. Um, and they 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 started to do Shinra's backstory, little by little. But um, but like these two are fighting for my enemy. Yeah, dog. Like villain, I'm, I'm. Oh, look, hey, we need to make a. So, Chris, can you give me a sound bite with the token from um, like Mario? Is it like do do? Any token from any video game? So uh, I can say I, sound not, token. Not Mario because Nintendo will shut us down. <laughs> any, <laughs> any token you can do a you can do a Sonic. G, there but we go. Like, we could do Sonic. Um, um, because I gotta give myself a clown token for not starting that job from the beginning. I don't know why I put that show off. I heard some people said it was cold. And I'm like, maybe people like to say born anime cold. So I'm eight. And dog, it's it's one of the best shows I've seen. Uh, shout out to the midterm. Shout out to me getting C's on. I don't hey. care because learning. C's Because L and D at Harold Washington L regardless. So getting to see some of these midterm is really, really good. Bro, they, bro these companies bro. don't care what your grades are. Uh, look, I'm trying to tell you. Um, also, a lot of stuff has been happening with me in terms of like my my coaches and them seeing how great I am at speaking. So shout out to that. Yeah, just it's been a really really good week. Me, oh yeah, and that refund check probably. Um, so a nigga about to be uh, yeah, it's gonna be gone in a week, but it's gonna be a good week when that thing gets spent. So yeah, forty ball, forty ball. That's what my mom's gonna say. 40 ball. Baby, what you thing. finna do for this 40 <laughs> ball? <laughs> what you finna do for this 40 ball? Bitch. What you trying to do for this 40 ball? Woo! 40 ball. Tell me what. Hatch place. <laughs> but. Uh, we'll go next. That's it for you, Dejo? Yeah, that's it for me. Alright, so for me, uh. Start off with, uh, reading. Uh, read uh, One Piece Wall, uh, Esu. That's that's what Whitebeard said. He said one, one Piece is still uh, here. So that was a uh, weave, so I understood that. Um, watched, uh, uh, not watch, uh, read My Hero. Oh no, for One Piece, I'll join in the discussion with uh, DC and Chris on uh, what I felt about, um, uh, I'm trying to come up with a, a proper analogy for what I think about Koizuki Odin. Um, uh, save a lot. Uh, save a lot. Dio, maybe. I don't know. I, I don't know. I'll come up with something. <laughs> he said, he's "Save a, a lot, Dio." <laughs> he, he's a bootleg something. Like I listen, listen. I'll save it for more of the discussion, but. This character really didn't interest me as much. I'll just give you a teaser on that. Um, so, uh, for my hero, uh, I really liked it. Uh, and I, I like the fact that Endeavor gave everyone bars. Still fucking like, I, I don't care what anybody says. I hate Endeavor. But, uh, <laughs> you know, I'm glad he gave, especially the Bakugo. Like, Bakugo needed that lesson in the in the chat today, today when he was just like, you, you keep trying to outdo your, like, because I think the way Endeavor understood it is that he he understood the teaching styles to apply to both um, Deku and Bakugo. 
where because one person in the comments just explained it really well. He was saying Deku focuses too much on trying to be like All Might. So he every time he learns something new, he moves on to something else. And Endeavor was basically like, hey, why don't you hone on the skills that you already have, improve on it, so that way you can be a lot more better and stop comparing yourself to All Might. And then with Bakugo, his whole thing was, hey, you need to you need to stop acting like you, you the shit. Like, honestly. Like, you need to stop because like the he came into the internship, he was like, "Oh, I'm finna learn from the number one hero." But he also had that caveat of, "But does the does the number one hero really have anything to teach me? I'm freaking Bakugo. I'm a beast." And so that when he had saved that civilian, he was like, "A hey, grades and GPA don't mean shit when you saving somebody uh life from death." And Bakugo mm. just stood there like a like an idiot, paused, you know, because you know I, I I hate Endeavor, but I hate Bakugo more, so you know. Glad that uh, Bakugo got his. Uh, he needs to learn how to keep his ego in check, and uh, I'm glad Endeavor is teaching him to stop being a a, a simp when it comes to stuff like that because he is a simp. It's not um, like Endeavor about to die soon. I mean, no skin off my back. Um, <laughs> I hope Dobby's the one to do it, bro. I hope Dobby's the one. To cremate that nigga. Cremate. That nigga. <laughs> I need that to happen. Man, he goes like, "Hey, Dad." So you trying to so you trying to act like a father now, huh? Just kill me. There's no it's, it's no skin off my back, bro. I'm gonna treat it like third Hokage uh, funeral. No cares. Um, Real talk. Yeah, shout out to my hero. Uh, we'll move on to watching. Uh, like they trail, I started and caught up with a Vinland saga. This one snuck up on me. I'm actually glad that I I didn't watch it last season because I could just binge it. I would have hated to have been uh, weekly. Mm. Um, well, I'm weekly now, but like the stuff that I was watching prior, I would have hated to have been uh, weekly. On that. <laughs> it's a it's a really great show. It's a show that it's a lot of politics going on in terms of like the way the the different kingdoms and the pirate crew that uh, Ascalade is a part of, and, like the uh, Viking armies are a part of. It's really cool. Shout out to uh, my man Thor's, who's basically it's a lot of One Piece comparisons. Cause shout because Thor's is, is a white beard, the way my man's died like a savage. Uh, Torfin is like freaking Kobe at first, but then he turns into freaking like Luffy or freaking Rob Luch or something like. He has only one episode of him being a simp. One episode yeah. after that episode, Torfin's becomes a freaking savage dude like i put so much respect on his name folks was out there taking lives g like he was he earned the name torfin after that i think the fifth or sixth episode his buddy was doing his thing especially no spoiler but that um when uh Askled, you remember that part where Askled told him to bring uh captain's head they tried Ooh, wait. And he pulled up on it. He pulled up on that wall. G. Yeah. <laughs> Yo. Torfin is a freaking savage. So shout out to a freaking Torfin. And then we got freaking we got Blackbeard in the show too. Torkel, that's my nigga. Torkel, that's my nigga. And it's all he is. He is literally Blackbeard because his Japanese voice actor is the same guy who plays. Him. So. He like because you could hear it when he laughed. You could hear the ha 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 when he uh when uh, Thorkel laughed, bro. 
He's yeah. the freaking savage. My bro, man. Oh, when Sarkel pulled up in that forest, G, with them axes, dog. G. Different, bro. My man <laughs> slugged an axe and chopped some dude's head off like 50 miles off. G, my man's is <laughs> So, shout out to Vinland Saga. I'm looking forward to, I think Sunday is when so, so I, I'm, yeah, it's definitely up there for uh, anime of the year for me. And they, they, they definitely like to play on your emotions. Like, this isn't a show that's aimed for the heart because, honestly, like, if you want to keep it a buck, there's really not a lot of redeemable characters in this show. <laughs> like, everybody, like, <laughs> like, everybody's a freaking asshole. In this Even Thor's. Like, Thor's is, very, is a really good father and stuff. But, like, the stuff he did in the past, like, and especially Asklid, like, my man's is definitely playing 5D chess, and like the second song, he's a man on a mission. And I'm very interested to see like how what he's had, what he's planning to do, not only with uh, Prince of Canoe, but also when it comes to like this war that's going on between I think it's uh, England and Denmark. I think. Yeah. Yeah. To, to like what he's trying to do in terms of. Uh, his connection to Waltz, I think, Walsh, I think. So I'm very interested to see his character. He's irredeemable as all heck. Like, my man is a straight villain through and through. Like, he if he has, like, no sympathy points for me, like, whatever he that's coming to him, he deserves it yeah. 100% because he's done yeah. some mess. You will the, the show does a great job in basically saying, like, hey, these pirate Vikings, yeah, <laughs> they're assholes. Like, if there's no, like, you know, happy-go-lucky anime friendship BS with this thing. Like they make you go like, yo, these guys deserve to die and go straight to hell for the stuff they've been doing. G. So, you know, let shout go. out to Saga. I didn't watch no game. Let no, no. I didn't watch go. no gun life. Didn't watch uh, Are you the one are you the only one in love with me? So I'm, I might watch that on Sunday. Uh, after <laughs> that's what that title, G. Are you the are you the one in love with me? Yeah, that's the name of the uh that's the one I was talking about uh, last week with the bench, and, like uh, the the fake Kirito main character. Yeah, uh, it's oh, like yeah. it's Damn. it's like a romance harem comedy. Well, it's gonna turn it's gonna turn into a harem. But like the first three episodes is like romance with a bit of drama in it too. Like I didn't expect it to be get that serious. With, like the second and third episode, yeah. it was all right. Well, um, I might uh, check uh, off for a Cautious movie. Hero. But to cut you so off, you said last week you said uh, all the characters look like somebody on the anime. G, I watched yeah. this week's episode. Yeah, you're right. I I cut it pointed out, but everybody looks like somebody. And yeah, I just cut it pinpoint. Everybody, through. everybody looks like somebody in that in that show. Like there's no like I said, there's no originality in the show. Was but you know the the weeb in me continues to watch the show. Uh, I think that's it for watching uh for playing uh before the, i'm gonna do a a, a a post a pre-monday night and a post-monday night so pre-monday night i was playing monster hunter with the fellas um you know <laughs> as far as i'm concerned that game doesn't exist to me anymore until further notice uh so that's the only noticeable thing i played pre-monday night post-monday night um, and onward until I finish the game, I have been playing uh, Trials of Cold Steel 3 to give you a little bit of first impressions. Um, I'm in love all over again. Uh, 
this this series snuck up on me this year because all all of the games just got re-released for the PS4 uh, this year. First one came out in I think January. Second one came out in June, and the third one came out this month, which is what I'm playing right now. Um, I really really like it. The way they're handling it now is it's basically a Boruto situation where in the first two games you play as the OG Class 7, um, and in a new game, uh, the main character, his name is Rain Schwarzer, he becomes an instructor uh, for the new Class 7. So it's kind of like a Boruto situation where it's like you got OG Class 7, OG Team 7, now you got new Team 7. Um, and so far... Not really vibing with the new uh, Team 7. I'm going to keep it completely honest. I mean, I'm only two chapters in, and I said, like, I, they got to grow on me because right now their characters are a little bit generic, and there's a lot of uh, seedlings from the OG Class 7, so, like, they don't have anything going for them that makes them interesting or intriguing characters. Um, what's propelling the game for me so far is gameplay in the old cast, which is kind of like the state of sports anime now. Um, but the gameplay in the, the third game is they, they've revamped some things. Um, for those who know the trails of uh, Cold Steel gameplay, there's a new Brave Order system where basically you give out orders during the middle of the battle and it gives you certain parameter boosts like defense, damage reduction, attack boost. Um, they have this new break system where enemies have like this defense dodge on top of their HP. And if you reduce the defense gauge, it's called like a break, the interval break status, and you do you do more damage, and you always get an unbalance, which is another feature where you can do follow up attacks if you if you unbalance an enemy. So there's a lot of new things that they've added. They've changed the UI of the battle too. It's a lot more. It's kind of like Persona, where Persona Five specifically, where things are tied to buttons. So it's not like you're navigating with the D pad. You're navigating with the the buttons like the triangle, cross, square, and circle buttons to do specific actions now. I'm seeing a lot of JRPGs starting to do that, which I don't mind. Um, I don't really care. It doesn't really change much of the battle. It does make it a bit smoother, but at the same time, this game is a lot more harder than the second and first game. Like, I can count on one hand how many times I've died in the first and second game, and that's because I was being careless or I wasn't paying attention. This third game, because they've added the, the Brave Order system, um, and also uh, they've added, they've kind of nerfed certain abilities that give you a status boost for like pretty much cheap costs within the game. Enemies are a lot more harder. The game requires a lot more tactical strategy and thinking. And I've died like, I've died a lot. I've died more times in chapter one and two than I have in the first and second game combined. I've, I've been getting my ass kicked in this game. I'm not, I'm going to be honest. It's a, it's a hard game and I'm only playing on the normal. There's a, it's easy, like easy, normal, hard and nightmare mode. I'm only playing on normal and I'm getting my ass kicked in the game. And I, I and then I'm not mad because the way the game um, does like the battle systems and like the tutorials and stuff like that, it's careless mistakes that I make. And it's not like unfair, like AI scripts or anything like that. Is because I'm not thinking two steps ahead of the enemy. And the game, it, the game basically makes you feel like you're not a like the main character isn't a student anymore. He's an instructor. So 
now that you have this experience, so to say, you're playing in the perspective of somebody who's a lot more experienced in battle, you have to treat the actual gameplay battles as such, as someone who's experienced in playing the first and second game. And the game, it's, it's rewarding, though. It's a challenge. It's a rewarding challenge because like once you beat those hard, hard enemies, it's like, man, like that was a tough battle, but I did my thing. So I'm, I'm glad it's not like a unnecessary like difficulty spike in the game. I'm very glad of what they did with the gameplay. Um, the story is very interesting. It's a lot of heavy politics. For those who played the second game and like towards the end of the second game where they did a like an info dump of like politics around the surrounding world and like the main character's connection to certain key figures in the world, they expand a lot on that in the third game. And it's it's a lot of stuff to process. It's, this is a story that you kind of have to pay attention in the first and second game to really appreciate what's going down behind the scenes in the third game. Uh, and I, I like it. Um, like I said, the OG cast is there, so it's really good. I'm, I got to give I, – I, I I'm keeping an open mind for the new cast because it's kind of like eh, – not really with them because they're kind of generic and unoriginal, but – I'll see. There are some interesting things about their character that I'm hoping they expand on throughout the game, and I'm only on chapter two, so I'm still going to give them a chance. I'm not, like, hating on them right now. Uh, the only one negative I'll say about the game is that uh, this is Trails of Cold Steel. There are other games within the universe, like there's a Trails of Cold, no, Trails of the Sky game that they reference a lot in the third game. I have not played Trails of the Cold, Trails of Trails of the Sky, at all, and the game seems to reference a lot of characters and events that happen in that game, but they don't give you like any like things that you can read on within the the third game expand your knowledge of what the hell is going on when it comes to that series and characters. So, I would very much appreciate if I could get that because I'm not gonna go back and play the Trails of Sky game. Those were PSP games and. PlayStation doesn't care about P- PlayStation. Don't care about PSP games getting uh, PS4 uh, remasters. Uh, so I very much appreciate a, a patch or something that goes like, "Hey, this is what happened in the Trails of Sky series. Here, here are characters that you need to know. These are events that you need to know that happens in the game that are connected to the Trails of Cold Steel game." So that's really the only negative I have. That in new class seven is kind of generic at the moment, but they're they're going to. I, I have a feeling they're going to go. You know, first impressions, I very much like it. You have played the first and second. You're hesitant to buy the third game. You might as well buy it, especially since the second game left off on such a huge cliffhanger. And if you are a fan of JRPGs and you're looking for a new get in, get the series. It's a really great series. Um, It's a very slept-on series. And unfortunately, I mean, even though we've got to slander them in a bit, the release schedule for this game was kind of bad because this came out the same week as um outer worlds which i've heard was really good and uh modern warfare which i mean you know how cold these fanboys are so it's unfortunate that this game came a power week quote unquote but uh for i mean for like first impressions uh ratings i'll give this game a solid eight out of ten for now eight out of ten uh, just those two negatives about the side games and the new the new cast of characters. But other than that, this is I'm very glad. Um, this is one this is one of the game releases that I was really much looking forward to. 
Um, and I I need to hear them announce the fourth game soon because if I don't, I'm gonna go on Amazon and buy the Japanese version. Uh, Weave out. <laughs> All right. So uh, DC could go ahead. All right. I'll start out with what I played. I only played Rainbow this. If I didn't, if I wasn't working on stuff. In terms of watching, what did I watch? Damn, I, I just watched the re, uh, some anime. I just forgot. The f- it was forgettable. Whatever. It wasn't that great. Um, Damn, well. <laughs> nah, I, I, okay, like the premise was like, it was a romance. It was like, um, there's this guy. I don't know if he's in college or not, but there's this flower shop he always goes to because the lady is like cute. And she has like a deceased husband, but only he can see him. So... Like he's trying to get at the girl, but with the deceased husband, and so it's like a comedy. Not really. Like it has comedic elements, but it's more just like that, like trying to touch you in the feels, romance type stuff. Mm -hmm. I just got bored because the main character is kind of a dick. So, like, I feel bad for the uh, deceased husband. So that's probably why. Like, I watched the episode today, but I don't remember what happened. So (laughs) I might go back. (laughs) <laughs> uh, what else did I no nah, I pretty much read a lot I'm gonna start with what I read I read Demon Slayer like Chris said like the, the Infinity Train arc is amazing Um, fur- further solidified why Inosuke is my favorite on that show uh, Inosuke is such a good one dog it's funny as hell bro and I like how they develop them it's not like right away but it's like slight that he's getting smarter. And um and it's it's not in no like you know how like in most shonen where it's like oh the main character is influencing the person they do like a complete 180 and like they're a whole different person. It's like him, it's like he's still Inosuke, but you can see like Tanjiro rubbing off on him a little bit, but it's not like forced down your throat. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I appreciate that. Is that that's who Hmm. That happened was Anetsu. too. I mean, no. Or is he still? A, is he still a simp? That's all I need to know. He's still a simp. He he's a little bit more competent though. I can say in the arc that I'm in right now, but he's still a bitch. So, but like, he still has to be knocked out to be useful. So, oh, okay. so he's so, still so a simp. he fixes that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because I oh. noticed it in the train saga. I was like, oh, okay. Yo, folks going to be a simp until the day he dies. Till Jesus decides to be like, <laughs> I like him, but he needs to step up. Because I, I, like that gag of like, I need to be knocked out in order to be cold. That's going to get old real quick. It's already gotten old for me. I hate niggas like Rock Lee's son is like that, man. We can't have that many simps in the world, Jim. Metal Lee. Metal Lee, boy. Man. Um, uh, what else? I read... Uh, oh, yeah. Domestic Kanajo. They're trying to humanize Rui, but I don't like her no more. So that I was just happy the whole chapter. I was smiling. Um, Damn. I don't like her, bro. That bitch. Uh, I read Quintessential Quintuplets. I think they're like close to the end now, bro. Because it's like they're doing um, 
like end game type romance stuff. So we'll what, see where he's sleeping with him. <laughs> no, he's not sleeping with him, but it's like because this more this one is more wholesome. But like you know, like how they have like before they graduate the festival, and you gotta like you know do stuff with the girl or the guy before the festival, and that basically solidifies the relationship moving forward outside of like high yeah. school. So like they're doing that with each sister. So you're trying to figure out who is gonna be the one and stuff. So I know who's gonna be the one. They all go they they all go find to do a forbidden few and they're all gonna get <laughs> yeah, bro. On That's the crazy. bikini beach episode. <laughs> Real talk. Oh <laughs> <laughs> um, but this, this, their fandom is wilding out though. Cause like everybody, uh, everybody they like the freaking uh, Minku. Yeah, everybody likes Miku, but it's looking like it's not. Well, it, I don't know. For my opinion, I don't think it's gonna be her. I think it's gonna be someone that nobody expects. I don't think it's gonna be the main first chick, and I don't think it's gonna be Miku. I think it's gonna be one of the other three. But um, Miku, she had a moment, but the, her fandom is like taking it way too far. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, she she yeah. won the race. It's officially her. Y'all, y'all need to chill. Man, I, I'm rooting for the us. Oh yeah, she's she's my favorite, <laughs> and she's the only one that's like that has an actual relationship in terms of like knowing the other person's aspirations in life and stuff like that. So, um, I hope she wins. I think she's one of the ones that might win. Uh, what else did I read? Oh yeah, I read the Boruto chapter. I actually enjoyed it. There's a new chapter that came out? Are you talking about the hey. one? Uh, it's a... Actually, that screenshot, I'll send it. I'll nah. put it in the uh, chat. But uh, it's like... I think, yeah, it's the chapter that came out nah, this month. And um, I really enjoyed it because it had Shikamaru like, doing what Shikamaru does. Because I haven't really seen much of like... Uh, anybody else besides Naruto. So it was like it was interesting seeing Shigamaru be like the second in command of the leaf and being very competent. <laughs> but then they killed it at the end with uh well also, you'll you'll see it when I put it in the chat. But like they're making Kawaki seem too in the know how and too strong. Mm-hmm. With this karma stuff. Like I, I don't like where this karma stuff is going, but I'm in it for the uh for the sole purpose that it's related to like Dotsuki stuff. Because that's what I'm interested in. Um, what else? Oh yeah, they tried to base with the Naruto's dead. He's not dead. Uh, that's that's pretty much it from that chapter. What else did I read? Black Clover was dope. Uh, we we like. I'm not gonna. Spo- I'm trying. I'm not gonna spoil Cam, but you're gonna enjoy the arc that we're in right now because we're like seeing other kingdoms and other kingdoms. Yeah. Magic is really dope. Like the concept they just introduced was like really interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, you know how it is. Like I, I, you know, I wait for like twenty chapters to build up, and like you got, you got me. Maybe like end of November, end of December when I binge it, and I'll, then I'll be like, oh man, I really enjoyed uh Black Clover, <laughs> and then I'll be pissed because I'll see something that happened. Uh, you. Oh, uh, good news is you know it's barely in these like these string of like ten chapters. So. Okay. Well, that all right. That, as long as. Cause it's like I always will be like, man, I freaking love this series, and then something will happen with you know, and I'll be like, <laughs> dude, is the like the one stain on the entire show. 
but yeah, like it, it's it's getting really good. I I actually had to like force myself to wait three weeks so I could read three chapters in a row because I was just really interested in what was going on, and I didn't want to like be blue balled. But yeah, it's really good. Uh, my hero is great. Everybody pretty much said what I said. Like I like Endeavor, what he's doing. I like how he's um basically t- telling them what they need to do better at, but not in a cliche way. But like, and I like I do like that panel they they had Endeavor like he was standing looking back at him, and it was like oh, yeah. kind of all my pose. It was dope, but then you realize like he abuses Todoroki, so it's kind of like you feel awkward. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting for that Dobby pull up, G. I'm waiting for that pull up, G. Dobby <laughs> <laughs> gonna get in it, bro. I can't wait. Oh, I forgot to bring that up from like last week or the week before where they said they were going to give like Shigaraki like all those quirks and stuff. Do you think he's going to do that with everybody else? We said what? Like what? they said, um, it was like it was the end of like the uh, Liberation Army arc and he was like talking to Shigaraki talking about I'm going to give you uh, like new quirks or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you, I was like, do you think he's going to give those to the other um, League of Villains people? Like, give them extra buffs and stuff? It would, in order to go against, like, because if they're going to do a whole war, that means they're going against real nigga heroes and not high school. Maybe he should. Before Endeavor punch a nigga in the throat and then he wins the war. <laughs> so, maybe he should. I think yeah. they should. That'd be real cool. I it feel like make, it'll be some people who go like, yeah, I'm, I want some quirks. I feel like it'll be some people who go like, "Nah, I'm not with that stuff." Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm just really interested. I want to go back to that part. Like when I was reading this chapter, it made me remember. I'm like, I really want to go back to that, like Hawks and uh, Liberation Army stuff. Yeah, because I mean, yeah. these past three chapters have been like really dope in terms of like um, building up uh, Deku, Bakugo, and uh, the the monster trio, building up like yeah. their their characters and building up like their aspirations and what they want to be as heroes and reminding me why I hate Endeavor. Right. Just cool I and all. Myself muted. Yeah, he might not hear me. I'm sorry. But this nigga Aaron is 42 hunter uh, regular monster. You hate to see it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, not, not nasty, but dog, it. he just got ice born, so I'll probably help him. But dog, right. you hate to see it. <laughs> but, uh, carrying. But, uh, but like that, it's like a, a one piece situation where it's like I'm. I don't necessarily mind what's going on right now, but there's so many other better stuff going on behind the background that I want to return to. Yeah. yeah. So it's just like I, I want to get back to that because it's like I, I don't. I like I, I've enjoyed these past three chapters in terms of like the hero, like setting up class one A for what's for them to get basically washed during the next four months. Because <laughs> except for, like, the Monster Trio, I'm not seeing none of them doing putting in no work during that war. Uh, but at the same time, it's exactly like One Piece, where it's just like, I don't... All right, cool. We got three chapters. Can we, can we move on to something else now, please? Yeah, I see what you mean. The, I, I, I feel that with this uh, arc, like, I want them to speed past this, get to the Hawk stuff gets to everything else. I was scared to take when I first uh, flipped onto the chapter because it showed like Ultra Coast Stu and all of them. I'm like, please don't have me spend the whole chapter. Oh, yeah. I was like, 
don't don't let this be the chapter where y'all trying to go into these other kind of don't care. Please, this ain't the chapter. <laughs> I was so happy when like we just saw uh, Baku and Todoroki on the next panel because I was I, I was gonna drop I was not gonna read the chapter. But... <laughs> Yeah, I like I like Ochiko, I like Sue, but I really don't care for them much anymore because of how he's been writing them. It's pretty much Monster Trio or Bus when it comes to one, uh, Class 1A. So, so. That's how I like my shonen. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's what I said. That's why I didn't care about that freaking 1A versus 1B uh, art in terms of like them trying to build up 1A and 1B because we already know the ones that actually matter. This is 1A. We barely care about people in 1A. Yeah, exactly. Y'all better, care about. Boomer, y'all better put some folks on blood sugar, folks. <laughs> and that Ooh. nigga diabetic, man. Come on, chill, man. <laughs> Dude with the nigga lips, man. My man got a cone head, G. Dog. <laughs> oh, man. So, uh, but, uh, yeah, like, next is, like, obviously, like, One Piece, there was so much, like, stuff that me and Chris was talking about. Like, my main takeaway from this chapter is that, like, Oda's hyping the heck out of Odin, and it better be a raw backstory. I'm liking it so far, but I need to see him fight. Like, I need to see, like, a one-on-one fight in this backstory, bro. Because yeah, I need to see something. Because, to keep it blunt, like, I did enjoy this chapter as well, but I his backstory felt generic. Like, <laughs> I've already seen it before. The The whole, like, you know, especially when they were going like, oh, by age eight, he did this. By age <laughs> nine, he did this. I'm like, okay, who cares, dude? Like, what is that? I, okay, oh, he, oh he's, he did this, he did that. Cool. I've seen this like a thousand. This is freaking Jotaro, G. This is Kujo Jotaro backstory, G. <laughs> like, That's also I, like nothing. There's nothing. And then uh, the fact that when he did that whole funeral stuff and the way he was basically paying homage to... Like, I can see what Oda's trying to do, where it's like, oh, it appears that he's being disrespectful, but he's actually honoring the dead in his own unique way. When it's like, dude, I've, like, it's like nothing about his character or backstory is unique or interesting to me. Like, I, I, I enjoyed the chapter in terms of, like, them trying to build up the backstory of Wayno. And then it, it, and it, at the same time, it's like, this is my main one piece right now, is that we're on so there's so much good stuff going on. We got the Shishibukai situation going on. We got the fact that um the the shogun was playing 5D chess and basically was like, I knew about the war stuff. And then as soon as we're about to get into like what's gonna happen, like what are they gonna do now? We're going into backstory about a dead nigga. Now, unless this man is alive. And Oda's like, oh, he's gonna come in on some uh on some uh second coming of Jesus stuff and save the world type situation in Wayno, cool. But if his backstory does not add anything to what's going on currently, I'm gonna be pissed. Because so far, nothing about Odin interests me at all. I think it's too soon for all that though, because like like I said last week, there's a lot of things that o- Odin himself is tied to. That Oda like he you you know he's like uh like for example he like Oda brings up the rocks right. Yeah. Then so like we we didn't know who was on the crew. Then we find out um, Kaido's on the crew. Then we find out Whitebeard uh, Black uh, White Whitebeard Big Mom and all these other like big guys were on that crew. Then we find out Odin rode with Whitebeard. Then we find out that. 
Kaido's one scar was from Odin. And oh, yeah. all these things happened like 40 years ago. And then this flashback is around 40 years. So there's a lot of like cool stuff that we're going to get from his backstory. I just don't know if he's going to give it to us all in one go. I hope he does. go off screen like he likes to do. <laughs> I don't think he's going to off screen because flashbacks he usually gives us. It's just fights he off screens. But I hope like the, the things that we need to see in terms of like this flashback that I really, really hope we get to see is the Roger interactions. The scar that he gives Kaido and um, Poneglyph situation and Lady Toki stuff. And also so he's the baby daddy so of is Big this Mom's Odin kids. Got, like, the key to beating Kaido or something? No. Somewhat. Nah. They, no, because like it is, it is like. Um, well, I guess the way he injured Kaido could be something. Not just like this, because it's like how they um, took over Wano. There's something tied to uh, why Kaido's backing Orochi, why Orochi has Kaido behind his back. Um, the Ponyglo situation. There's like a lot of stuff besides just military power that Odin is related to, so he probably is the key. Mm-hmm. So like in this flashback, they'll show us like the um, relationship, the relationship between Kaido and then why Wano is closed off. What specifically is the reason why the Kozuki clan are like the gatekeepers? To the um, what you call like the secrets of the uh, past and stuff. So like, there's a lot of cool things. It's just we. I just hope he gets to it because like, I, for my opinion, I think he should just stay with the flashback, answer all those little plot points, then get back to the action. Because if he like right before he gives us the uh, info, goes back to the action, goes back to the civil war, and it's like, come on, G, <laughs> stick to one thing. I'm I'll be cool. But uh, yeah, but like I I like Odin so far. I mean, yeah, it is generic, but like, I'm just happy because it's like, I was afraid he was going to be like a scrub because they did say he was a division commander, but they didn't specifically say what division commander. But like, from how they're characterizing him, he is that nigga. So, um, and he basically get like they gave him like everybody in One Piece has that oh they did such and such as kids, you know what I'm saying? So it's like they like Oda's basically saying like. He's no scrub, so you fanboys need to chill out. Like, here you go. This is what solidifies him as such and such, such and such. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I think that was the reason why. It's he a bootleg Jojo Yeah, it's entertaining nonetheless, though. So, like, I was interested in it. It was funny. Um, the harem stuff was like <laughs> the wildest yeah. part. Of the <laughs> <laughs> that stuff was wild, though. That's why I say Will Chamberlain. That is why Bro, I he took, Chamberlain. He took everybody's daughter, took everybody's wife. Shut they up. didn't want to leave, bro. That's a different That's type crazy. of nigga, bro. Well, Chamberlain. <laughs> Gucci talk. man at the same time. Like, with a little bit of Lil Wayne. So. Yo, sit your butt down. But um, I think my, the part that I, I was interested in the most was the Kinemon stuff, because me and Chris was talking about that. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, like... Yeah. Well, I'll like just drop my hot take now. Uh, Kenny Mon has joined the. He's no, probably the op list. He is probably the op. What did I say? Get yeah. Like, oh, you're saying that he it's not it's not law. It's, I never yeah. really thought it was law. Like law, I feel like law was there for plot reasons, just like make it evident. Like, oh yeah, he might be the guy. But I felt it was one of the niggas that was. Uh, one of them Wayno niggas that popped up. There's so many freaking niggas in this arc. But, like, I had a buzz about Kenny Ma. I just really couldn't 
shake and this chapter kind of further made me believe he's probably the op. He's Takashi. Yep. Yeah, like at first when you said I'm like, I don't know, but now that I'm looking at it, it it could be him, bro. It looks it makes sense. In terms of how he how he's presented in the, the accident. Yeah, like he's a he's a goon. He has a history of um like because like what he did to Osuru, like he took uh, money out of her purse and he was just like very like backhanded about things and it could make sense because, like, after Chris said, I look back. Like, you know how, like, they went forward in time. They're supposed to be, like, you know, recruiting people. But when we saw him on Punk Hazard, he was dicking around. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they so, like, they so happily got separated. And it, so, like, they uh, they they separated from Kondro. Then they separated from Rizo. And then they separated from Momonosuke. Like, and Loki looks like he could be sabotaging on the low. You know what I mean? So I, 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 and, and like in terms of like me caring, like because I want to care about the person who actually betrays, who betrayed them. Like I, yeah. I don't care about Momonosuke. I mean, <laughs> we know uh freaking uh Inuara, she wouldn't do that because folks was like ready to get on the boat. <laughs> yeah. Like so we know folks ain't the snitch, and like everybody else, like Ryza, like like Kinemon is like the only. Kimon and uh, Inuarashi are like the only really like important ones that to me that they fleshed on in like one piece. So it would make sense if if it was somebody a part of the what did they call themselves the nine, the nine or something scabbards. Yeah, yeah, the nine scabbards. It would be Kimon. It has to be him because I don't care about any of the exactly. exactly. Moment of scare. I betrayed y'all. <laughs> That'd be stupid, bro. And it just doesn't. I feel like it doesn't benefit law. Short or long, long term to betray Luffy. To betray, it just don't yeah. make sense. Especially short term, long term, yeah, but short term, no. Snake Man, like, like Snake Man, Luffy's getting in that ass, bro. <laughs> Even in a room, yeah, Snake Man. Like, <laughs> Can nigga clean up out of here? But uh, anything we want to add about this one piece discussion before we move mm-hmm. on? I will. I got one thing. Um, people are saying that that Dendro guy is uh, uh, Zoro's teacher. You need to get your, Zoro fans. You need to take Zoro's whole dick out your mouth. <laughs> oh, Zoro's uh, teacher is a, a scabber, so that means he's part of the Nine Red Scab. That means he's uh, the next coming to Odin. They shut. Shut up. No. Calm it down. Calm it down, y'all. But you know, I, I, you, you gotta like this. They provide theories. Like it's never a dry moment when it comes to theories in One Piece. Bro, they'll reach at anything. They could be a person with a sword. Oh, Zoro, Paris, Zoro comparison, Zoro parallel. Oh my god. Just, he's not that. He's not what y'all think he is. I can't wait to end the series and he's not Pirate King level. And I would be happy. He's gonna be Omega same. Pirate King level. Right. Is <laughs> <laughs> hmm. that Zoro's the reincarnated Goldie Rock? Think I just popped the blood boss. vessel. What mean? <laughs> he's the final boss. Yeah. He's he's gonna prevent Luffy from getting the One Piece. You finna cut Luffy in half? Like a mountain. Oh hell no. <laughs> But uh, but uh, before we get into blurred news, uh, 
One Piece had its 20th anniversary for the anime, right, DC? Last yeah. Week. Yeah, so uh, you want to go through your uh, favorite moments? I know you posted... Oh, we also have the, but... the announcement, too. Yeah. The back. Which announcement? The dub is coming back. Oh yeah, that's all. That's also part of. It. I was gonna bring it up afterwards, but uh, yeah, the One Piece dub is coming back. Uh, shout out to that. And so I'm interested. So for those that are dub only watchers, kind of fortunate because uh, <laughs> I don't understand how you could be a dub only watcher on one point, but go for it. Hey, if you want to watch it in English, it's okay. Like. The only negative voice actor on the English dub is Luffy. Playing no, I'm not talking about in terms of performance. I'm just talking about in terms of like no, content. I, I get what you're saying. It's I'm just saying. Years. Yeah, I know. It's, it's been a good two, three years, I think. Like, I forgot when Toonami canceled it. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, for those that are excited for the dub, you have One Piece back. Uh, but go ahead, DC. Um, So, like, you just want me to, like, reiterate the ones that I put up? Yeah. Okay, uh, I think, yeah, I remember them. Okay, so the 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 five, like, the top five moments that I put <clears throat> weren't necessarily, like, oh, these are my favorite episodes. These are just, like, my favorite moments because when I look at my journey with One Piece, these moments impacted me and made me, like, love the series and got back into the series. So, like, the oars versus um, the straw hats. The reason why I like that so much is because we don't really see the Straw Hats fight together that often. And that's like the number one like Straw Hats versus so-and-so fight. And everybody showcased their like uh, strengths and weaknesses. And it was introducing Brooke. And like everybody just shined. Nobody was like, you know, so, you know, Oda wasn't playing favorites with certain characters. Everybody looked good. And I just appreciate yeah. it. Um, but I don't like Thriller Bark. It's not like my favorite arc but like that was one of my favorite moments and then the fourth one i put i think that was like what was that oh yeah rob lucci versus luffy that's self-explanatory that's Big like facts. the fight <laughs> the fight of one piece um i've seen so many amvs on youtube about that mm. like even before i got back into the series i saw that fight. it was the gohan versus cell of amvs bro <laughs> it really was <laughs> High key, like Jet Gatling is probably like that Jet Gatling that he did on Rob Lucci is still probably one of my favorite moves in One Piece. Like he he stole <laughs> he stole off him multiple times in that fight. It, it was fun. It was fun to watch. Uh, my third favorite moment, and I need to reiterate for people because they always say it's Zoro's moment, and it kind of was, but they forget that Sanji was there and he stood up too. He wasn't knocked out either. He was, he was gonna sacrifice himself. We'll forget. So I just had to, I, had, I had to let it be known when I when I wrote that post. So, um, but yeah, that yeah, that moment was dope. I really enjoyed it because it showed that uh, when Luffy's out, Zoro and Sanji are like the people that you got to go through. And I like that in series where it's like it's not just the main character; you have other people that are competent. So that was a great moment. Number two was Ace's death because that like made me like okay I gotta get back in the way I gotta go back and rewatch and uh catch up. That year was crazy because I think that was the same year that like I was watching um the Pain Saga. So it was just a lot of like dope stuff going on in that year. So it's just 
I didn't expect Ace to die either. So seeing that was a uh, pretty traumatizing. He was he was my favorite uh, character. Like after that moment, Sanji became my favorite. But um, yeah. And then like my number one favorite move was probably like Ace's introduction to Alabasta, where he blew up all them ships with that fire fist. It's just oh. like as a kid, that was dope. Like that was like oh, shit. you know what I'm saying? Like I think. You didn't really see that because, like, early One Piece, it was pretty, like, not mundane, but it was just more grounded. And Ace was, like, the first person that had, like, legit powers, powers. And he was just, he, he just, he was a vibrant character. He was different. He was related to the uh, main character. He was the older brother. So that was just a cool demeanor that he gave off. So yeah, those are my favorite moments of One all right, and once again, you could check it out on the Twitter page at the Black Otaku's. So let's get ahead, go ahead and get into blurred news because dang, we're hour in already. But uh, see, I already talked about the One Piece dub coming back in terms of anime stuff. Uh, the crowdfunding campaign for Kyoto Animation has made up to six million yen. They goal was originally was I think two million. So shout out to like tripling. Shout out to that. So that's love right there. Uh, let's see what else happened. Anime news. Oh yeah, uh, my hero season four dub will be starting on Tsunami on November 9th. Uh, joining an already very stacked Tsunami lineup. Uh, it's a day after my birthday. So shout out to that. Cam's not gonna watch it though. So Bogus birthday. Gift to you. Uh, and then what else we got? Disney Plus continues to sh- uh, flex on niggas, but uh, if you have Verizon, you get free Disney Plus for a year. Ooh, Ugh. good on that. With Verizon, you have free Disney Plus for a year. Good on Verizon. Yeah, Verizon overcharges, and they think they the shit. So, Apple. Uh, so yeah. Then let's see. Pokemon Go is finally adding online player v player online battles. In early 2020. So for those that are still playing that, uh, Sony delayed Last of Us Two. That stuff gonna be so broke. Like, does, does Pokemon Go have like any pay to win stuff in the game? I haven't touched that game. I haven't had it on my phone since. Yeah, it do. That's that stuff okay. is gonna be so broken, bro. It's so unbalanced, G. <laughs> Like the stuff in the shop that you can buy. I don't. I forget what it's called. Like whatever that. <laughs> Niggas got level ninety nine. Uh, uh, RCs and you got a uh, level twenty. Uh, Radit. Badoof. That's tough. Come on, Badoof. <laughs> you gonna end up like Ash in Pokemon movie one. You gonna hold him back. Boy, Ash got smoked by Mewtwo. <laughs> <laughs> We would never. <laughs> but you just say Yugi would never. I said we would, as in us, us who play uh, Pokemon, we would have never get smoked by YouTube. Like I said Yugi would never. I'm like kind of too. Yugi did not play with the monster dog. <laughs> That's everybody <laughs> died. Do that master ball at me too. You my slave now, boy. Shut up. Uh. So yeah. So shout to, uh for those that still play Pokemon Go. Go ahead and take those L's. Uh, as I said, Last of Us 2 has been delayed to, I think, May. Or was it March? 
Uh, when is that? Like, I swear, I, be, I thought that game already came out this weekend. No, <laughs> no, it's just because uh, the first one is free for PlayStation this month. Ah, uh, yeah, weekend. Yeah, so that happened. Uh, I'm trying to think what was the date because I put it in the group. Did I put it in the, which group chat? Did I put it in? Wait, it was originally supposed to come out in February, January, right? February. Oh, February. Yeah, I think they pushed it to May. So, Ace yeah. Mose. Well, at least okay, uh, okay. I I thought they I thought this was gonna say March. No, I thought it was so yeah, many, May. So I many, so May. many good games are coming out in March. Do you don't? Uh, about that. <laughs> yeah, I think Sony's playing it smart, and plus, uh, they want to make sure the game is running optimized, right? So, which we'll have a very deep dialogue very soon about uh, optimizations and games not giving a damn. Uh, what else we have here? Oh, Persona Five Scramble game uh, has been confirmed to come out next year. Was that March? Um. <laughs> It's been confirmed to come out in Japan. We don't have an official. Okay, that sounds about right. That's unfortunate. But uh, if you have ways to uh, get access to it, uh, it, it comes out of Japan in around that time frame. Uh, go ahead. If you, especially if you like Dynasty Wars, beat em up type games with Persona characters, and it proceeds the story like immediately after Persona Five. How? So I gotta gotta have a small dialogue in that. It, it's not. It's not anything. So for people who are like, "Oh, it's gonna be like good canon," it's not like that. It's it's literally like them going on vacation. So it's nothing like too important in terms of like expanding the Persona Five universe. But um, it's a funny meme that uh started as soon as Persona Five. Like you, you could tell that Persona Five was really being popular mainstream. It was this funny meme where the main character of Persona Four, um was looking at a joker and he was like he was like so i see your games of success he's like yeah i'm really glad man i'm glad to see what the future of uh the series holds and then the then the main character of persona 4 like holds up all like the side stuff that he's been a part of and he's like <laughs> and he, and he gives them and then he gives him a handcuff and he goes like yeah prepare for the worst buddy <laughs> like, <laughs> i can't be when i tell energy. when i tell you for people because because a lot of people just got into Persona through Persona 5. So a lot of people don't know about how big of a freaking juggernaut Persona 4 was in terms of the Persona 4 uh, series. And it still is to this day. But Persona 4 was milked to hell. When I tell you Persona 4 had something new coming out pretty much every freaking month or every year, we got the original game. We had an anime then we had an anime movie adaptation. <laughs> then we had a uh, Persona 4 Golden. Then we had an anime adaptation of Persona 4 Golden. Then we had an OVA of a, of a specific ending in Persona 4 Golden, the animation. And then we had a Persona 4 Golden animation movie. And then we had a <laughs> dancing game. We had two Persona 4 Arena games. And... On top of that, we had Persona Q as well, which was taking place in the Persona 4 universe. So, for those who... who and Persona 5 is already being milked because we got Persona 5, we got the anime, we got um, Persona Q2, we have Persona 5 The Dancing Game, now we have Persona 5 Scramble, and we're going to have Persona 5 Royale. 
there's all the countless mobile game uh, crossovers that Persona 5 has been in so far, alongside Persona 4 and Persona 3. Uh, I'm expecting a movie to be announced of some kind involving Persona 5. We also had the <laughs> Valentine's Day special involving Persona 5. Um, and um, I think they've confirmed another side project for Persona 5. I don't I don't remember when, but I think they did say something else on top of Persona 5 Scramble. Uh, and best believe we're about to get a, a, Wii, a, a Switch port of Persona 5 sooner rather than later. I thought they um, and like I, joked the, like I joked in the chat, don't be surprised if we get a Persona kart racing game because I'm expecting a Persona kart racing game <laughs> soon that is going to be actual in-game canon to the Persona 5 universe. <laughs> So pretty so, much is this. Ah oh, shit. They are milking go you're gonna milk the hell. So basically what I'm saying like man, I love Persona 5. Um Persona 5 Royale looks like a really cool addition to the story. Um but you know what about that Persona 6 though? Um we not getting that for like ten years. Give me a buck with you, bro. You know we might not get that towards like the end or the middle of the PlayStation 5's life cycle, if we're lucky. If we're lucky. Because wow. um, there's the Shin Megami Tensei game. Uh, Shin Megami Tensei Five was announced like three years ago for the Switch, and we haven't heard anything about that game since. So once all this Persona Five craze down dies down, probably gonna move on back into the mainline Shin Megami Tensei stuff, and they they might cool it down with Persona Five, maybe. But um, yeah, expect a lot more stuff. They're gonna milk the hell. Like I, I hope. Seeing Joker dance, seeing Joker, um, you know, in in Dynasty Warriors game, seeing Joker ride cars. Pretty soon we're gonna see a you know Joker run for politics, maybe going on an actual dating sim. So Joker's gonna get Joker is he he has no vacation. I feel sorry. like he must be going home every night. And Morgana's like, yeah, uh, you want to go out? You can't go out because you got to work on this other game now. So. <laughs> You know, so shout out to uh, shout out to Morgana, basically uh, milking the hell out of Joker. But to go into Persona Five Scramble, um, and this is a problem that I've been having with because this is an initial problem I had with Persona Five Royale is this fascination that Persona games where they like to introduce a new female character, which each each game, each side game that comes out, and instead of um. Instead of using whatever conflict is in the game, they like to focus the plot around that new girl figure. And they use her to advance the plot. Um, they've done it in Persona Q and Q2. And I, to be perfectly honest, those female characters in their game are trash. Absolute garbage. There's a reason why those games are canon, nor do they reference the characters in that game. Um, Persona 4 Golden. Uh, Mary, she was the character that was introduced uh, for that when they did a remake on Persona 4 Golden. Weak character. Not a lot of people care about her. Not a lot of people reference To be expected because I didn't I didn't mind her, but she was a very weak addition. And that's the problem that I'm gonna have with Persona 5 Royale and even Persona 5 Scramble. If this new if the new female characters that they're introducing in this game turn out to be weak, that is going to be a huge detriment to the game's plot. Because it seems that you're putting out the the way they're handling Persona Five Scramble is basically you got the OG cast, but who cares about them? We, we're going to focus on this new girl. Her name is Sophie, and a lot of people are having. There's a lot of um, 
references being made that this could have possibly have something to do with uh, Yaldabaoth, which is the final boss in Persona 5. She might have some connections to him, which would be very interesting. But you also have the caveat that if you focus your story around one character and that character doesn't live up to the expectations or doesn't live up to what you're trying to portray as the central conflict in the story, that's going to be a huge detriment to your game. So I'm excited for Persona 5 Scramble. I'm going to get it because I'm a Persona fanboy, so obviously I'm going to game. But um, this is a fear that I have with that game and Persona 5 Royale when it comes to, I think her name is Kasumi, which is the new chick. Um, I'm hoping that they are very good characters. Like I said before, this isn't like a new thing that Persona has been doing whenever they introduce these side games and they introduce new female characters. They tried it in the past, and the community basically like, yeah, I'm not fucking with you here. Because Persona 4 Golden was bad. Like, when I tell you people don't like Marie, she is, like, despised in the community. I mean, I don't hate her as much as they do, but like, she's a weak addition to the story. She she adds nothing. Like, if you're going to do a remake Elite and you're going to add a new character, make sure they add something to the universe. They add something to the OG cast. And she added nothing. In Persona 4, in Persona Q and Persona Q2, the new female characters that they introduced in those games added nothing. The character in Persona Q2 especially was basically a big Futaba. And it, it was, she added nothing to the story or the cast in general. So that's just my main gripe that I have with these side games. And obviously the, that they're going to milk the hell out of these series and... I'm not tired of Persona 5, but it's just funny seeing how we're getting all these side games. Everybody's like, oh, man, yeah, yeah, yeah. When it's like Atlas is basically trying to finesse all the money possible so they can be like, yeah, you're not getting Persona 6 for at least 10 years. <laughs> well, at least, Cam, you gave us the honest truth, and we appreciate that. Uh, but, yeah, so I think that's it. Uh Pretty much, I'm going to use this news, and that's going to pretty much branch us to the main topic. So, Cam, I'm going to let you warm up. So, let me break everything down before I let you go the hell off. Because I know you have bars. So, let me break everything down first. So, uh, so Ubisoft, uh, in a call, pretty much said they are delaying a bunch of games that they plan on dropping, I think, next year. Which involve Watch Dogs Legion, Rainbow Six Quarantine, which I thought was coming out this year, and some game called Gods and Monsters, and I think another game involved, uh, I think Assassin's Creed. So pretty much they laid all these games into uh, 2021, based on what this is saying. So I guess. L, 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 L. So pretty much this was caused because they just dropped a ghost recon i don't know why it was called as rainbow six but breakpoint yeah, and it breakpoint, sucked and pretty much neg- they didn't expect to make as much money as they thought they were going to do off the game bad reaction <laughs> so which led to them saying hey yeah uh we're not making money and just to ensure that y'all dropping correct games delay these shits and when Amongst the main games of those dimension was delayed. Watch Dogs is well, could we consider like a popular title for Ubisoft? Yeah. yeah. So that's something that was I the feel big like thing they focused on E3. 
Yeah, so it's it's one of their bigger titles coming into going to next year, and pretty much is getting delayed between spring twenty twenty into to twenty twenty one. So into the next generation, don't look that good. Plus Assassin's Creed because even though Odyssey came out what this year, right, or was it last year? Came out last year. Yeah. So so. I think they said they're on every other year for Assassin's Creed. So Assassin's Creed is on its correct development window, I think. So, and Assassin's Creed being part of it is not a good look. So, this goes into a very wacky-ass week in terms of game companies just acting a goddamn fool. So, Bro, uh, they were on that stuff this week. I need whatever them company. I low-key need what they got, bro, because they was on that good stuff this week, they was on straight stupid. My business. favorite one was Bethesda. Like they didn't act like everything. That's why wait, 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 wait. We gotta start. Latest to because we gotta start with the two K stuff because that's kind of old in the sense of fix two K twenty stuff. That's old, and then we'll go into like the Bethesda and active. All right, so uh, we're going that order. So I'll try to. I'm gonna break. So you want me to just explain all of them, or we're gonna do each one individually? Each one individually. Okay. So, so pretty much 2K games tweak big time. So we we already had the early fix 2K20, aka that was more geared towards NBA 2K20, and pretty much that's got itself together. Uh, but this what was it last week? Yeah, last week they released WWE 2K20. Going into it after a decent reception for 2K19, they said, and pretty much, you get rid of arguably the only wrestling company that wrestling game that has been doing wrestling company that's been doing games for the longest, which is Ukes, and say we're going to do it ourselves and do it from the ground up within a year, and you fuck up big time, and pretty much the game comes out with huge ass glitches, missing features, missing features that were in the game past years and plus on top of it online doesn't fun- well online I've heard decent reviews from the online game play itself but it's missing features like edit match types can't edit match rules uh, I actually watched uh, somebody I follow on Twitter he streamed himself playing the game online with a few friends the way to add people online is complicated and very goofy as hell and adding people's a freaking problem in itself on there. It's just a lot of shit wrong with the game. Besides like graphically and glitches and stuff, it just looks like a rushed product. And even though uh the developers of WW2K twenty have made a statement say we without really apologizing, but they said we are investigating it's not much to investigate because all the issues are up on YouTube. I'm sorry. Like, that's not, nah, yeah. I'm not going for that. Sorry. No. But, so it's not much to investigate. But they're looking into the problems and they expect a patch within two weeks. Which, I'm going to keep it G real. When, patch and go fiction. Yeah. That, pat, that's, that one patch isn't going to do much. Like, it's going to, it's going to be a multitude of patches. It's, it's going to be a multitude of patches that's going to literally not fix much, but it's going to fix stuff little by little by little at a time till it's functional enough where it satisfies. I would say y'all basically pay for an small. alpha test. Pretty much, you being generous, you being bogus. You, be, I was saying beta, but 
Alpha might be <laughs> as close as it's going to get. And I'm going to say this. As somebody who was going to purchase the game, I started losing hope when, I think, what was it, three days before the game came out, information started coming out, gameplay started coming out, and I was like, yeah, no. That's A lot of the big um, wrestling, like, community people yeah. were saying, like, yo, this game is not it, bro. Yeah, like, the fact one of them legit said, I, do, I would not recommend anybody purchase this. Like, you know, if you're getting paid by 2K, they fly, you got flewed out, you got flewed out to play the game, and you, you, and you got right say, don't buy the game. Please don't. Like, that says that, G. I also a bit of a clown to the fan base, because yeah. it it did, it's not like no news has reports that came out that it's so, like, it did really, really good in terms of wrestling, because people still bought it and it's not like they're blindly too. Everybody and their mama knew this game was bad. People yeah. trashing the game. And then when, when they people asked them, so did you buy the game? Oh yeah, of course I did. What type of like I hate that so much. Like I hate when you complain but you still spent your money on it. Like we bought the game. You're still supporting every game that we slanted on this podcast, we do not buy. Because we're not stupid. We're not sheep. We're not. It's it's really really weird. And then people slander the game. Like, say it's bad, which it is. Say it's buggy, which it is. But you spend sixty dollars on. It. Like you look like as much as person who made the game. Especially when you have legit white listers who got flown out is literally you're saying like, hey, don't buy this game. And you got and you play, like because like people don't realize the fact that. There's power and money. So the fact that you're you're complaining, that's why people were shocked. Like they're like, oh, why didn't they address the the hashtag fix two K twenty stuff? Because y'all niggas bought the game. That's why. Because you you are complaining on Twitter, yeah, like, oh, this game sucks. I can't believe I did this, blah blah blah. blah. But they got your sixty dollars, G. They don't care anymore. They got your money, bro. So you complaining on Twitter like hashtag fix two K twenty, which you know. You still have a right to do, but if you pay, if you bought the game, you're basically going like, "Yeah, I hate this game, but here, take my money." And that's a mixed signal to the game developers. Be like, "Huh?" So you hate the game, but you ordered it. You even bought the ultimate edition. But, oh, hold on! Huh? Oh, sorry to cut you off, Cam. I was talking to Tyler uh, yesterday. Oh, we actually yeah. had a we had a conversation about the game, and I kind of went off. And he said, "I'm." He was saying, "I'm glad I ain't bought the game." I'm like, "You damn right, you shouldn't have bought the game." But he said, "There's people because he was thinking about getting the big SmackDown edition." And I told him, "Don't buy that big ass box." And he told me that people who bought the big SmackDown box, which was like the 20th anniversary edition uh, version, they said that the game that a lot of the stuff that was supposed to come in that box was not part of the box. And I was nope. like, those people got to hold that big, fat, dumbass L because you so got to be a the fool. Fall 76 edition. Yeah, like, um, like it was supposed to be like some autograph stuff. It was a lot. Um, Also, if you bought that big old box to get all that stuff, a lot of that stuff, they don't, don't, a lot of that DLC, like the bump in the night stuff, did not release on launch. I don't think it's even released yet. Um, I think is it released yet? But 
Kanye said this news is old and I didn't buy the game. But it did not release on launch. That bump in the night, the Bray Wyatt stuff, that, that did not release on launch. So, that was okay. Very trash. Very trash. Yeah. Like, that whole situation with fans and, like, that rest. Look, if anybody don't know it on the podcast, I want to find the reason. But the wrestling is a very, very horrible. Very. It is very, very vile. Trash. Disgusting. <laughs> and it belongs in the same depths of hell as Juicy J and the Cursing Pastor. <laughs> uh, <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> Thank you, dog. <laughs> oh my god. I hope nobody from Memphis hears this. They go with nature of spade, G. <laughs> you said what about Juicy J nigga? <laughs> oh man. <laughs> oh man. Uh what <laughs> but yeah, so if you bought the game, hold that. Yeah. 2K games, hold that as a whole. Because uh, honestly, I understand you want to get... I, I, I hope this is not necessarily a wake-up call, but at least a, a warning message. That, like, it's been, when it comes to sports games in general, like people start to realize that these companies are... Especially 2K's finessing. Like, just straight finessing, y'all. It's like... When I saw 2K20 and I saw, like, even, like, it, it was just like you were paying for, not only were you paying for an inferior version, but you were paying for an inferior version with a roster upgrade. Like, what? what's the point? Like, why? Like, I, I feel like it's just sports, like FIFA, NBA, Madden, uh, WWE. Like, I just hope that, like, these yearly games start to go, like, wait a minute. We low key getting finesse with the same shit, but just a roster upgrade and gameplay improvements. Uh, and like people just got start to go like, "Look, man, like need some changes, bro. Like pull a pull a Ubisoft at least every two years. We get a, a, a new sports game or something. I would, like, I let it say, let it sit like that. I would say mostly. I think I've been thinking wrestlers should do that even by before they even went to two K. Too, uh, I think it's too much money in NBA to do that. I think it's too much money in NBA 2K19. I mean, in Madden, yeah. Like, FIFA makes well, no, I know, I know that it's too late for especially when it comes to when Madden and FIFA they make all the yeah, yeah, and they worldwide um, too. But wrestling, I believe wrestling good with just updating the roster of DLC. I think it would do perfectly fine with that. Um, it also gives you the chance to scan the wrestler's faces and fly them out to scan their faces, their hair, so it won't be a lot of bugs or the wrestlers look ugly. Because if you're able to do and give them packs every other year or do, give the packs to update the roster and you make it every other year, you have time to have solid content and work on things that you need and then build upon prove that in next game. So it's really, really weird. Because wrestling games, I buy it every other to tell you the truth. If you look at my system, uh, in my wrestling games, it goes 15, 17, 19, I believe. 15, they probably go 15, 18. 
I don't know, but I don't. I try not to bag. And I'm I like, haven't bought a wrestling game since fight. SmackDown versus Raw 2011. Yeah. So um, it's just um, it's really uh, Byron. Yeah, I'm not Zora Smith, but um, it's just about uh, like it's just stupid. I think it's really want to get annoyed because I have such a great. Um, but it's just stupid. Just, just a, just a boil it all down for some really, really stupid. But you know what was hilarious? I hope we get to this one next. That fall off thing is just no. We yeah, that, let's go ahead. No, that's that, that's that fall off because it's, it's it goes separate. Things. <laughs> all right, all before so before, we have to talk about the initial subscription. Then we have to talk about the Call of Duty stuff, and then we have to talk about. Post subscription stuff with Bethesda. <laughs> That's how it literally <laughs> went. In All right. Wait, so. it was post subscription. Yeah, because so because like, so what happened is the initial Fallout subscription happened, right? And then yeah. the day after is when the Call of Duty Mobile, and then literally like, because Activision was like, nah, nah, Bethesda, I'm gonna get the last lap. But then Bethesda was like, ah, B, because after that, then we got news about subscription. That's, that's literally how it went in terms of the time. Damn, that timeline went on. But let's just go. Uh, so, what was the exact prices? So, pretty much Fallout said. Uh, it was $12.99 a month, $99 a year. A year. Yeah, G. Come on now. Crack. Bro. For one, Bethesda. <laughs> okay, it's a dangerous drug. Bro, let's just start off with this outright. If you played Fallout 76, why would you pay extra money for a trash game? Wow, so, let's just start this out right. Niggas ain't paying that subscription unless it's Amazon. Exactly. And that's no, niggas, niggas bought the subscription. Bought the hundred dollars subscription. Why? All people bought. The, we we gotta talk about the fact that Fallout seventy six came out sixty dollars full price. And within a month. The game's base price dropped to like thirty something dollars, and now a year later, when they already promised you stuff that got delayed till next year, before you get that free stuff that they promised you at E3 that got delayed to next year, they're now telling you that hey, and because the way they worded it, right, the way they worded the article was like, you deserve this. Deserve this experience. Yeah, they deserve it for free. You are out of your mind to say that your game that got that's value market price value dropped within a month of its initial launch is worth a hundred dollars for a subscription service. Are you it's Bethesda? Like to me, this is the this year and last year was just an eye-opener for all these Bethesda stands. People who were loyal to the Bethesda. People who, were def- who would defend Bethesda. Because Fallout 4 was kind of like a... Hold on, Bethesda. Something's not fall. right here. Yeah, if something's fall. not right here, Bethesda. But then, as soon as this stuff with Fallout 76 happened, people were like, nah, yeah, Bethesda, you ain't shit no more. Because the fact that you have the gall to do this after the disastrous, horrible... Legacy of Fallout seventy six and and Todd Howard himself, y'all 
really go tell me in the fact that they do, the, the stuff that they were talking like battle royale stuff that they were hyping up during in, that during E3 and they were like, yeah, this is coming on later this year. Y'all delayed it to next year. So y'all don't you the people who are playing Fallout 76 now, y'all aren't even gonna get that free stuff now. So they're telling you, hey, um, because to me this basically tells me that that free stuff that's coming out ain't gonna be worth it. It's it's half-assed. It's not go. It's not gonna be fulfilling. So what they're trying to do now is finesse as much money from idiots as possible. Because I can't believe. I honestly, I know there's some people play. They can have somehow. They can find some enjoyment in that game. But for people who are like, legitimately playing Fallout, bought this. Y'all clowns. Y'all are clowns. People who bought the hundred dollar edition for the Fallout seventy, the Fallout first. I'm sorry subscription service y'all are straight up mental retardation level of stupidity because there's no way that a game like that deserves a hundred dollars a year not even what thirteen dollars a month no no i'm already and then, for, i already gotta pay to play online not only that oh yeah and they also said that the um what is it? They said that their microtransaction it was only going to be cosmetics only. Lied about that. Mm. Lied about that. So you have a game that con- lies about lies about its delays free stuff and is constantly charging you for stuff that should already be in the game at launch. And now you have the fact that people are saying that the Outer Worlds that just came out this year is the best Fallout game since Fallout New Vegas. That's the studio that made Fallout New Vegas. So now you have all these pieces of the puzzle gathering together. Stop supporting Fallout 76. That should just be the message. Stop supporting this game. Wake up. For people who are still playing Fallout 76 and, and you have and you find some enjoyment deals, transactions, whatever. Cool. But people who are spending money on these atoms and are who bought the $100, who bought the $12 monthly subscription, stop supporting this game. Because you're basically telling them that, yes, we are okay with a lackluster alpha test game that should have never been released in the first place. We are we are happy to dump monies into your pocket for a, a half game to basically tied us over so we could keep delaying Starfield and we could keep delaying Elder Scrolls 6 because to me, this should also serve as a purpose for people to go like to not be to basically look at um, the release of Elder Scrolls 6 and Starfield under a microscope because they have a lot to live up to because Bethesda has been not, has not been doing especially now because they, they just delayed Doom Eternal 2 which is what is one of the games that people were looking forward to the most. So you have all these things like Bethesda is not doing good. These past two years have basically been I never trust I never trusted Bethesda because my ex, my first experience with them was Fallout Four, and to be perfectly honest, <laughs> that game fucking sucked. It sucked. It sucked. It sucked. It sucked. So I was just like ah. I don't see what y'all talking about when it comes to this. This game is trash. I just didn't want to say that outright because you know the game that they trailed and Chris was looking forward to 
I didn't want to be the one to go like, yeah, this game sucks. But like after I got stuck in those static quests from freaking Marcus, there's a settlement here, there's a settlement here. I was like, this game sucks, dude. Like who likes this crap? And so oh my God. I, this is just a, a, this is just a message to all of y'all. Like, y'all Bethesda stands, open your eyes up, bro. This company is not the best anymore, G. They have proven that they have fallen into the greed of this microtrition field, triple A gaming industry now, where we want to release games as a so that basically we can release you a half ass game and promise you features that should already be game and charge you more charge you a lot more as we can charge you a lot more in the future than if we just you know that we got the infamous destiny which is supposed to have been a 10 year game and not even like they were like oh so you know if you say hold this fucking and we're not even done yet but we gotta so uh this was cam just now Just say the shots go. Nah, been <laughs> Uh, KL, since you're on such a great momentum, uh, you want you want to uh, keep going, yeah. or you want me to uh, explain the call? Yeah. yeah. So, um, I got this from uh, you know, to... and I did look at some articles of some YouTubers who did. So, Call of Duty Mobile, right? This thing that people have been hyping that this is this is the return. Then, like, if you don't like Call of Duty Black Ops, came out this week. Call of Duty Mobile is the is the premier experience for you. Well, Activision or Tencent. This is more. I think this is more Tencent than Activision. Uh, hey, let's release uh this Halloween pack um, and rig it to hell. Like this is like because me and Detroit we're we're, we're mobile game connoisseurs. We know how we know how to we know how to hustle works when it comes to micro trans. I know how to hustle works specifically. They were like, "Hey, so there there well, how many items? It was four, eight. It was ten items, right? It was ten items, like some epic ones, um, camos. But the two big things that you wanted out of the pack, the the Halloween outright outfit, and I think the AK forty seven. I think. Um, those are the two things you made that that um the loop were designed in it was rigged where this guy did research where he was looking at five different YouTube um and he did some he looked at some other YouTube pack and it was essentially rigged so like the first I think seven to eight pulls you would only get the, the the eight items that you didn't really because the thing that you wanted was the outfit and the AK forty seven. Um and like I think they had like a one percent drop rate, but I don't even think I don't even think they had I think it was a zero percent until like they registered that you put a certain amount of money or you put yeah. a certain amount of COD points that's into how, the loot that's box. Actually how it was that's how the Anchor Joe video I think you put it Yeah, in that's the chat what that, that's what he think he I think he won because um I think they said like it was like five, and then eight. and out of all of them, none of them got the outfit or the gun until like ninth in the tenth. Of- you have to factor out that 
the cop points on Call of Duty Mobile Defensive is still, I think they were like $150 um, every time to do a roll. And every time you did a roll loot box thing, the price went up. So it was like it started off a certain time, and then in order to do the roll, it got bumped up. So you had to spend, I think they said you had to spend a $200, $270 or something in order to get like everything out of that loot box um pack the halloween pack so um i could get really mad i really could and i'm really mad because that's that that pisses me off because you're playing your psychologically weaknesses when it comes to this stuff because there's there's research that goes in the dopamine that gets released in your brain every time you do stuff like this and so that's what these companies feed into whenever it comes to these loot boxes and microtransactions, yeah, especially yeah, when it comes yeah. to titles that people like, such as Call of Duty. Since Call of Duty Mo- Mobile has been in such a huge buzz lately, people are going to take that and use that to fool that type of purchase when it comes to their loot boxes. Fuck that. Fuck you, Activision. Fuck you, Tencent. That is some scummy stuff to to do that. Like, to, to not rig the but to increase the price because it's one thing to, to to rig it right to rig it to go like oh you have to do this amount of get the guaranteed outfit and the guaranteed gun but to go like this is the initial price to do the pools and it keeps going up and up and up and up to basically go like you gotta put hundreds of dollars to get digital goods that are completely worthless Worthless because I guarantee you they're gonna come out with a Christmas pack like two weeks later and you're gonna want that outfit and you gotta put hundreds and hundreds of dollars into that crap and that is not acceptable. So I'm hoping that there has been a huge scene the Reddit community blow up. So I'm hoping that there is a huge pushback on this Call of Duty mobile stuff because that is absolutely ridiculous that you are charging that much for a bare bones Call of Duty experience because from the gameplay and the the stuff that I've seen involving Call of Duty Mobile, that game is bare bones as hell. It's basically Mario Kart for Call of Duty. And the fact that you are charging that much for something that should be an unlockable in that game, that should, that's thanks for because that game did insanely well. I think didn't they say that Call of Duty Mobile's download exceeded like Mario Kart and stuff? It it was record amounts, bro. Record yeah. amounts. The game did insanely well, and it's. You know, we're gonna release. We're gonna release these challenges. You do these skins. You want these guns. This is just thanks for supporting us. We're making the the launch of Call of Duty Mobile. Success. They were like, "Fuck you, give me money." That's what Angry Joe likes to say. Fuck you, give me money. That's literally what they did with this Halloween pack, and that is ridiculous, ridiculous. And this just goes to show you that the stuff that's been going on in the UK and Parliament where to push this this whole like banning of loot boxes and microtransactions we really need to start taking up arms when it comes to stuff like that because we need this stuff passed because this stuff is being becoming a poison to the gaming industry as a whole because microtransactions like that is ridiculous like i can understand i know i can't even understand it for free-to-play games because free-to-play games make more than enough money when it comes outright downloads and like 
active playtime in, in games and stuff like that. So they make more than enough money. And if you and if you are like, oh, if you money, yeah, Dokkan battle. Um, I know. I, I think I saw the truth video on this. Me and Detroit saw the video on this. The amount of money these niggas make off of these banners, they make billions, millions of dollars. They are fine. They don't need to constantly go like, oh, we need, we need like we're eating at McDonald's. We're shopping at all these. What's up? Yeah, Call of Duty Mobile has it has the most highest downloads record, which beat Fortnite and Fortnite. Crazy. Yes. They call. <laughs> yeah. You see, like, so the game is insanely popular. And like, also in revenue. Especially has, 10. As of, to, as of well, when was this article published? October 24th, uh, 17.7 million in earnings. $7 million. And we're not going to talk about the fact that. Fortnite is insanely makes all the money. Activision, who has Call of Duty, which makes all of the money. So these people don't need like when we say that these game companies they want all of your money, they want all of your money. Satisfied with just making seven million. They want to they want to squeeze as much money from your pockets as possible. When you yeah. see stuff like that, call the push back. Do not support it. There is power in the wallet. If the majority of people, like I said, like I always like to use the Star Wars Battlefront 2 example. If people speak up and go like, we're not supporting this. You're not getting our money. These companies will listen and they will make a change quickly. So please, let this be a message to supporting shit like this. Because this Call of Duty stuff came out of nowhere. It it needs to die now. I'd never want to see something like it. And that was Cam doing his best Joe Budden impersonation. I give that a 10 out of 10. Uh, no lies were spoken. I have nothing else to add to it. Uh, just developers, just do it for uh, Cam Hacks your cybersecurity and make sure life is even bigger <laughs> hell. Giving me freaking headaches, man. I'm like, I'm game, and oh, I'm man. looking at Angry Joe, Bethesda, and Activision. And now we got to get back on Bethesda. Cause it's not over yet. Cause it was like, cause it was like Bethesda was like a hundred dollars. It was like, Yo, shut up, Bethesda. That's some stupid stuff. And then Activision was like, oh, Bethesda, you're not gonna get the last laugh. I, I look at my loot boxes, and then Bethesda was like, Yo, Activision, nah, bro, hold my beer. I got this. <laughs> so shortly after we got the Call of Duty news, it came out that Bethesda subscription service. Doesn't even work. In fact, it takes away stuff instead of giving you stuff. So the stuff that was promised in the the ninety nine ripoff stuff was, you, I think it was like private servers, unlimited inventory space, um, an exclusive iconic ranger suit, who gives, um, emotes, and you get a thousand six hundred and fifty credits a month. Pretty which, much bullshit. Which Angry Joe pointed out that that's not even enough to like one of the cops because I think um, he was talking about the blue, the blue uh, power suit 
that costs like a thousand eight hundred coins. You're know saying like you got to save up for two months to even buy like a cosmetic power suit um, upgrade. So you know, shout out to. Uh, so, but that's the finesse at the end of the day. But the stuff that was funny was that private servers weren't working. The unlimited inventory space actually. So whenever you put items into it, it would just be gone. Like you could never get it back. So it wasn't storing your items. It was t- never again. And since it's a it's always fine game, no reloading your save file. If you if you grind it up with this important item in Fallout seventy six, you just spent a hundred dollars to have that thing lost forever. So shout out to that. Um, and I think I think people were saying stuff about the iconic Ranger suit that. But just all in all, what Bethesda? If you're gonna finesse your audience, at least do it right. At least put some effort into your finesse, right? You're gonna charge people a hundred dollars. <laughs> <You're- laughs> You're gonna charge people a hundred dollars, and your shit doesn't even work. I mean, like it's to be expected because it's Bethesda. But damn, son, you couldn't even get your stuff working day one for this. Private servers that don't work in an inventory and stuff because people were complaining a lot about storage when it comes to Fallout seventy six, and you gave them unlimited storage, and it does store items. It just stores it forever. Don't you don't get it back? So I mean, I guess that works in your favor. So shout out to Bethesda for being. I'm I'm thinking of doing a worst game companies year. Beautiful list. And Bethesda Bethesda's going to be very high. Because Bethesda has been on some straight bullshit. This 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 whole and it's just it's just it's ast- it astounds me. Like I'm literally. Listening to like looking at these news articles, looking at these two, there's no. I thought it was like for people who um follow. I think it was Blizzard when they did their um. I think they did like their like Diablo uh con type of con year. And I remember when they announced the, the Diablo mobile game, and people were like, and then the guy was like, "You guys not have phones?" That that meme right there. And then one of the people in the audience, because they were taking uh, live questions, they were like, is this some out-of-date April Fool's joke? That's how I feel like when it comes to Bethesda. I feel like th- this has to be some joke. There's no way. I-, I need to know who are your script doctors. Because you have some shitty script doctors. Because I don't know who in your PR meetings or whatever is going like, all right, guys. So, in order to improve the state of Fallout seventy six, Fallout seventy six, you know what we should do? we should charge this. And out the gate, somebody should have been like, "But no, we but we just need our free expansion packs. Maybe we should focus on that first. No, 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 no. This is what the you guys deserve. You guys deserve to give us a hundred dollars. Should be in the game. That's what you guys deserve because. Oh my god! And then the funny thing is, is that the website that they the, the website that they use for the Fallout first doesn't even have proper domain service. So someone hacked that service that hacked the website and changed it. So I, I don't know if they fixed it yet. 
it up. It was say it was basically Fallout, uh, Fallout, fuck you first. That's what they called it. And basically, they changed um, the entire summary of uh, the website that they had for like the subscription service. It basically was like, yeah, fuck you guys, give us money type situation. It's it's hilarious. Look into it if you have the time. I don't I don't know if they took it down, but I think there are YouTube videos that cover it. So your stuff got hacked on top of that. So your servers, your servers, and your storage aren't working, and then the website scam got hacked. How do you let this happen, Bethesda? You are fools. You fucking idiots, dude. This just... I, I don't understand how you think, like... I, I really want to have a documentary on Todd, like, how his mind works. Because I've always wanted to know how an idiot thinks. Because only an idiot thinks... So I really want to know, like, Hurts. Why you guys came up with this? This is ridiculous. Dude. <laughs> y'all really could have just sh- like y'all should have did with what y'all should have did with um Blizzard. What Blizzard should have done, bro. When it comes to this Hong Kong, and shut up, just shut up. You should have just let Activision take the last cake because we because I would have been talking about Activision, Vanessa, y'all. Out of two hundred seventy dollars for some worthless digital goods, but now I gotta come back to Bethesda because Bethesda was like, "Can't let it end on a sour note for Activision. We gotta be the main clowns this week." And your servers aren't your services aren't even working as expected. So let this be a lesson to you, Fallout seventy six players. Stop supporting Bethesda. I help you out. Period. Stop supporting Bethesda. No, he's not. If you're listening to this, stop supporting Bethesda. Because this stuff should not be rewarded at all. And as gamers, we need to stand above and fix this stuff now. Because I, I, I don't... Whatever you want to do. Yeah, fuck you, Bethesda. That's the, that's my thing. So what, what is it? Fuck, fuck 2K. Fuck um, Activision and fuck Clowns. That's all I got. All right. So, perfect segue into uh, our clowns of the week. Uh, so, it's that time already. Views uh, and hibernation. Uh, it's time to we got clowns uh, out here. So, uh, my clown of the week goes to Kanye. Not because of the album, because the album was actually pretty decent. Uh, not bad, but it was a decent album. But uh, but yeah, like uh, it's more of the fact that it's 2019, and for Kanye to be as innovative as he's supposed to be, somebody who's for the culture as he's supposed to be, he still does not understand how the hell streaming works. And all you have to do is just drop the album in iTunes or Apple Music. Everybody else do the work for you, and he still has not figured that out yet. For the past three albums, he has yet to drop it on time. They just they just pop up on Apple Music at this point. After he says tweets, "Hey, album drops at midnight." Midnight comes, no album. Now me, I really don't care. Like I'm over Kanye shenanigans at this point. He's a meme at this point, but. I'm all for his for uh, gospel. I'm all for, for his uh, walk in Christ. I hope it goes well. I'm for it. Go crazy, Kanye. Find Jesus. Hope you actually find peace and solitude and all that good stuff. But 
Regardless, it's 2019. You have yet to properly drop an album on time, and it's foolish. Decent album, though. Decent album. Like, decent little youth rally bars and stuff like that. Uh, I could literally probably wrote these songs with uh, Living Proof, and they probably would have... Yeah, so yeah. I was to say, are they, are they, like, legit, like... One of them songs like hot. Really... No cap. One of them songs hot. Yeah. Like, but is, it, like... is it like he's, like, legit? Is it, like... It's legit a yeah. gospel album with like, or is it like Graham, Graham Cracker album. bars? It's, it's better than really? Snoop Dogs. Yeah, I will say that it's better than Snoop Dogs. Oh, okay. Yeah, the production could have been better, but like I, I like it. It's decent. I'm not like it's not something like oh my god, like it's better than Lecrae. I wouldn't even say it's better than Andy Mineo, uh Christian rappers like that, but. Oh, it's not even better than No Malice. It push a tease, brother. Oh yeah, shout out to No Cocaine Bars. Uh, but <laughs> but overall, uh, it's a cool album. Like it's cool. That's all I really gotta say about. It. But yeah, Kanye, you gotta be a, you're the, my clowner this week. You you really don't know how to drop an album without all the sensationalism and all the uh and just drop it on time. Plain and simple. It's 2019, G. Figure it out. Streaming been away for like three years now. Figure it out. Uh, next. Uh, my clown of the week, uh, real quick, just goes to Bethesda. Uh, I know Cam just gave you He said one thing. And he said nah, all you have to do all out three follow New Vegas. That joint for sixty. <laughs> <laughs> like man, that unlimited money, right there. There are clamor remake. All you have. Look at the Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy Seven. Focos of God darn cat. It's Focos. gonna get a shit tons of money, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a reason for that because niggas are acting. Even if you can simply there's two that nobody ever and you can make them and you will make and you lay the story the story already uh fortunate that one of the game the companies I really like because they are um, if Elder Scrolls six that yeah it's gonna be a day trail swag. <laughs> it's gonna get hot on Emergency. And they don't want that, dog. They, they really don't want that. Bro. I'm still trying to find out. Like they just got. That's the top. Todd Howard. All them other niggas. The two niggas who said, "Heck yeah, we put a guy <laughs> on the battle." Yeah. Uh, if, if y'all mess up, other y'all gonna have to see me. I don't think we're going to get anything Skyrim. I will cry. I, I think they go still be on this Fallout 76 crap that they've been smoking. Man, this crack is a heck of a <sighs> Oh, I'm, just going, I'm, uh, I'm going to the party right now. I'm... But uh, thanks for you guys listening to me. Because uh, my phone about to die. And I don't want to die. So uh, thank you guys for listening to me and uh, peace the heck out. All right, uh, so as Daytro's out, uh, DC, you can go ahead. 
Damn, I didn't think of one. Um, I guess my clown of the week goes to you, Miku stands on uh, qu- <laughs> social quintuplets. <laughs> Honestly, like, <clears throat> not. I I just I just hate it when people try to, you know that, that big old thing where they say, oh look at the subcontext of a story, but that's just an excuse to say that your opinion is what's driving the story. You're not smart. I can <laughs> tell you didn't pay attention in English class because you're using the wrong. Just just save 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 the uh, embarrassment on your end and just read the story. That's all I gotta say. You're doing too much. Hmm. Facts. Be that way. All right, uh, Cam, you have a clown after clowning uh, all them companies. No, my clown, my clown of the week is Bethesda, and anybody who still supports them in this day of age, y'all some fucking. <laughs> hey. uh, so, all right, so that's episode. This was episode forty-seven. So, uh, Black Otaku's of the pod, I'm of the culture. Appreciate you guys for listening. Uh, once again, our one-year anniversary is two weeks away. I have a very special episode on the works for that, so uh, be looking forward to that. Of course, continue to check out all our episodes, previous episodes, 1 through 47, of course. It would be greatly appreciated. Give us all the uh, looks, all the listens, and share with your buddies and pals who like anime, video games, comic book shit, technology shit. Whatever it is, or just like hearing young little black niggas just rant on stuff, it'd be greatly appreciated. But appreciate you guys for listening, yep. of course. Also, uh, if you're not subscribing to whatever form that you are listening to on this podcast, hit that button expeditiously. Be greatly appreciated. But appreciate you guys for listening. And peace. Uh, hey, if you spend a hundred dollars on Fallout Six. <laughs> <laughs>